Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. Last week, we began to look at some practical tips that the parrots have for us so that we can help our spouse see our side. We looked at share your highs and lows, set out the right pair of shoes, highlight your most important emotional needs, and get specific with your gripes. The parrot's next practical tip is provide a bit of context. According to the parrots, a little-known secret to interpersonal success is summed up this way. Context engenders caring. In other words, if a person understands the context for another person's experience, they are far more likely to care about that person. If you are upset, for example, and you want your spouse to understand and empathize with your emotions, you've got to let him in on the backstory. You've got to help him see what brought you to a place of feeling upset. Consider this scenario. A husband and wife are in their bedroom getting dressed for a night on the town. The wife is telling her husband about a difficult interaction she had with a friend earlier that day. They are both sitting on the edge of their bed when he gets up and goes into his closet for a moment. That's when she stops talking and sends out a million nonverbal signals that she's upset. So her husband asks, what's wrong? You should know. Well, I don't, so could you explain it to me? I thought we were having a conversation. If you don't know by now, you'll never understand. You know the experience, don't you? You may have experienced your own version. The quick exchange casts a cloud over the rest of their evening as each of them coils into their own corner of feeling misunderstood. It will only resolve when one of them conjures up an apology. Now, compare that exchange to this one that begins with the same question from the husband. What's wrong? You walked out on me while I was telling you about my meeting with Jennifer. I stepped into my closet for just a second to get my shoes, but I was still listening to you. I know, but when I was growing up, my dad used to walk out in the middle of conversations that he didn't want to hear. And every time you do that to me, I feel like you're not interested and it hurt my feelings. Do you think this husband is going to be better equipped to trade places? Of course. Why? Because his wife gave him the context for her feelings. Context always makes mutual understanding and empathy easier. Give your spouse the whole picture. Sometimes your spouse needs more than a bit of context. He or she actually needs the whole picture. Did you hear the tale out of Texas about the teacher who was helping one of her kindergarten students put on his cowboy boots? He asked for help, and she could see why. Even with her pulling and pushing, the little boots still didn't want to go on. By the time they got the second boot on, she had worked up quite a sweat. She almost cried when the little boy said, Teacher, they're on the wrong feet. She looked, and sure enough they were. It wasn't any easier pulling the boots off than it was putting them on. She managed to keep her cool as together they worked to get the boots back on, this time on the right feet. He then announced, These aren't my boots. 
She bit her tongue rather than get right in his face and scream, Why didn't you say so? Once again, she struggled to help him pull the ill-fitting boots off his little feet. No sooner had they gotten the boots off when he said, They're my brother's boots. My mom made me wear them. Now she didn't know if she should laugh or cry, but she mustered up what grace and courage she had left to wrestle the boots on his feet again. Helping him into his coat, she asked, Now where are your mittens? He said, I stuffed them in the toes of my boots. You may smile at how this little Texan dispensed portions of information that were only helpful if they had been shared up front. But we do the same thing in conversation with our spouse, and then we wonder why they don't understand what we want. I'm going to need the car on Thursday evening. Well, I was going to run some errands, but that's okay. What's going on? I've got to meet Ken for some stuff. What stuff? He wants to connect on a work thing. Where are you meeting? And maybe I can drop you off and then still have the car. No, I'll need the car the whole time. Well, why? Because we're going to Tim's house right after we meet at Starbucks. Oh, well, what's happening at Tim's house? He wants to show us this recording studio he built in his basement. Okay, maybe Ken could give you a lift. No, Tim is also going to install some speakers in the car. What? Yeah, I got those cool speakers at a great price. Were you going to tell me about this? Oh, what do you mean I'm telling you right now? Well, only after I pieced your plans together. Why didn't you just tell me what you were doing right at the beginning? Because I thought you'd be upset about me spending money on new speakers. And you are. This inane conversation could go on and on. It happens any time a spouse like this husband is trying to achieve a goal without painting the full picture, and it's sure to sap your spouse of any capacity to trade places. Here's the alternative. How would you feel about some new stereo speakers in our car? Do we need them? Well, I don't know, but Tim is letting me have his old speakers at a bargain, and he'll install them himself on Thursday night. From there, the conversation has a fighting chance of being rational and this husband is far more likely to get his wife to trade places, all because she has the full picture. So let's recap. Here's the list of the parrot's half-dozen practical tips for trading places. Maybe you would like a printout of this list and post it on a mirror or the refrigerator or your desk. If you'd like a copy, I'd be happy to email one to you. Just email your request to Pastor Gary at CloverdaleChurch.org. Well, here's the list. Share your highs and lows. It will help your spouse experience your day. Set out the right pair of shoes. It will keep your spouse from missing the mark. Highlight your most important emotional needs. It will remind your spouse of your hard wiring. Get specific with your gripes. It will increase your spouse's likelihood of doing something about complaints. Provide a bit of context. It will tune your spouse into the meaning behind your emotions. Give your spouse the whole picture. It will keep your spouse from having to play emotional games. Each of these tips, when practiced, will increase the odds of mutual understanding. They will make trading places much more likely and ensure that your needs are getting met. The key, keep at it. Keep trying, even if you're doing it badly. You know, English writer G.K. Chesterton said, If a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing badly. After all, None of us will ever be perfect in the fine art of empathy, and that includes not only you, 
but your spouse. Gary Thomas, the author of Sacred Marriage, is an exceptionally bright thinker. Listen to how he illustrates the reality of humanness in marriage. If you were to divorce your spouse, he writes, interview 200 replacement candidates, put them through a battery of psychological tests, have follow-up interviews conducted by your closest friends, spend three years dating the most compatible ones, and then another 40 days praying and fasting about which ones to choose, you'd still end up with a spouse who disappoints you. The point is, we are all human. Nobody's perfect. Sometimes our spouse will trade places beautifully. Sometimes our spouse will fail miserably. Each of you can only do so much to help the other see your point of view, and you won't always succeed, but you can keep trying. So keep trying even if you're doing badly. Let's be honest. Not every spouse is equally motivated to work on their marriage. Not every spouse is motivated to read another marriage book. And not every spouse is willing to even try something new, like trading places. What can you do when your spouse shows no interest in being proactively empathetic with you? Well, the normal response would be, what's the use? Or if you have an unmotivated spouse, you may be even wondering whether or not you married the right person. So be careful if this question is seeping into your mind, and be encouraged. The benefits of your single-sided efforts are immense. Why? Because empathy is contagious. It won't be overnight, but almost assuredly over time, your spouse will notice a significant change in you as you practice trading places with him or her. And with that observation comes a curiosity. What's going on here? Your spouse is apt to wonder. And that leads to a new perspective that eventually leads to new behaviors. Look at it this way. Think of a mobile that hangs from the ceiling. It may be at rest, balanced comfortably, until just one piece is moved even slightly. Then the whole thing swings and moves until it finds equilibrium. In other words, because one piece of the mobile is moved, the rest of it has to eventually move with it until it finds a new balance. The same is true in marriage. Sometimes it takes just one spouse to make a change, and that change eventually leads to a change in the whole marriage. Of course, mutual understanding and mutual empathy are the goals. Empathy works wonders when it's on a two-way street. But if your partner is not there with you, don't lose heart. You may feel discouraged by his or her lack of motivation, but you'll almost certainly discover in time that your empathy begets empathy from your spouse. All that's needed in most cases is patience and a refocus from wondering whether you married the right person to a focus on being the right person. Be encouraged. Hang in there. Well, our time has gotten away from us for this day. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I sure have. I want you to have a great day today and have a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening. 
and be blessed.